For the fans in the Midwest, but heard coast to coast. The ones that bleed red and yellow. This is the Another Screenplay Chiefs Podcast. Hello and welcome to your Red Friday edition of the Another Screenplay Chiefs Podcast. As always, I am your host, Travis Steffen. Today we are going to be talking about your Kansas City Chiefs traveling for their first divisional rivalry game against the Los Angeles Chargers. And I'm excited. I know a lot of people are kind of brushing this off as an easy win. And uh, there's a lot of things to look into with this game. And one of those is the fact that the Chargers usually bring out a different style of Alex Smith, you know, before this year that we don't usually get to see. And the... In the six games that Alex Smith has played against the Chargers, keep in mind he's missed two games, one in 2013 and one in 2014. But in those six games, the Chiefs have averaged 29 points a game. And four of those games, it was over 30 points. So we get to see a little more offense when we play the Chargers since we've had Alex Smith. And... You go back and and look at some of those games, you know, especially last year you had the fourth quarter comeback after Keenan Allen went down and, you know, we bring it back and win it last minute overtime. And then you have the second time around uh, in week 17 where we put up, I think, 37 points against the Chargers. I think they had 27. So usually a pretty high scoring game, usually pretty... Uh, fun to watch, uh, but going into this game, I wrote an article uh, over on Arrowhead Addict about the fact that it is time for Bob Sutton to release the Hounds in Justin Houston and D Ford, let them do what they do best, and rush the passer. I am tired of this dropping eight. It's not working. Uh, it didn't really work against the Patriots, although that would have been the probably best time to try it. Um, just because Brady gets the ball out so quickly. And then it really didn't work against the Eagles. And so I really want to see Justin Houston, D. Ford, and a few other guys be able to blitz and get after Phillip Rivers because you're going against a very weak offensive line. And if you watched week one Broncos-Chargers game, the Chargers could barely do anything until the fourth quarter whenever the Broncos decide, hey, we're going to let you guys come back. We're going to fumble a ball from Jamal Charles, and Trevor Simeon threw an interception, and almost let him come back, except blocked kick to tie the game. And it's not the first problem that that rookie kicker has had for San Diego because he missed two last week against Miami, which would have won the game if he would have made those two field goals. But, either way, the Chargers offensive line is garbage. That's that's really all you can, is just garbage. And I think that is the only thing keeping this offense from being what, you know, its highest potential. I mean, you have weapons like Keenan Allen. Uh, he, Phillip Rivers has turned Tyrell Williams and Travis Benjamin into pretty good weapons. You still have Antonio Gates, even though he's getting old. you got Hunter Henry right behind him. And then you have Melvin Gordon, who's, I think, more of a pass-catching back. Uh, he he would have probably had 1,000 rushing yards last year if they would have let him come back and play in Week 17. But 
here nor there. He's a good weapon. So you have all of these good weapons. And then Phillip Rivers, who I think is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I think that, honestly, he's probably a Super Bowl away from being in the Hall of Fame. Um, I know it, it. he gets a lot of the, uh, the flack for the Chargers not having success over the years. And, honestly, I think he's probably the only consistent piece that has been good on that team. Um, I think that... They've really let him down in getting him weapons. Uh, you know, I know he has Keenan Allen, but, you know, I can't believe that he's already played for two full games without getting hurt. So maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll make it through a third game and we'll all be like, oh, man, Keenan Allen's still still playing. Uh, but, you know, usually it's it's kind of like uh, what you see with Tom Brady for a long stretch down, down there. Uh, turns a lot of receivers that are, you know, second or third guys into first you know receiver potential and really brings out the potential in those receivers and a lot of the time the Chargers offense is having to play in comeback mode in the fourth quarter because of their defense and so you have I think it was it's the last 18 games for the Chargers they have 11 losses in one possession games and a lot of people knock on Philip Rivers for his interceptions. Well, when you're playing comeback mode and you have to score every drive in that fourth quarter, almost on a weekly basis, you're going to have more interceptions because you're going to have to take more aggressive shots. But here nor there, Philip Rivers averages over 4,000 yards every year. Usually around 30 touchdowns every year. He had 33 last year with 21 interceptions last year. But... Either way, I think that it'll be a kind of back-and-forth game like we're used to with the Chargers. I think that uh, if the defense can get after Phillip Rivers, it'll be a lot easier, and I think it'll be a lot bigger of a margin. Um, I think that if you just send Ford and Houston off the edges and, you know, play two down linemen, and then here and bring in, you know, Daniel Sorensen to come in like a rocket through the middle... Uh, I think if you do that a few times and then have those two guys constantly rushing, I think that Rivers is going to have a pretty messy jersey by the end of the day. Um, I really hope to see that. I think that is one of the keys to winning this game. Uh, but either way, they're going to a soccer stadium to pretty much play a, another home game because you know it's going to be a ton of Chiefs fans out there. Uh, we saw Week 17, the last game in the San Diego stadium and it was there was more Chiefs fans than there were Chargers fans by probably a good margin um but getting back to the offense they have the 20th ranked total offense uh you have they're ranked 18th in points per game third worst in, on third downs at 25 percent and they're towards the bottom in 20 plus yards plays with only four and a lot of that has to do with that offensive line because Phillip Rivers does not have time. It's not like they're getting blown out each game. So the one thing to fear, though, but at the same time it's one of the Chiefs' strengths, is the Chargers are third in the league in red zone touchdowns with 80%. Now, usually that would kind of concern me, but... The Chiefs have this thing of the bend-don't-break system in their defensive scheme where 
in the red zones where they play their best ball. That's where a lot of the interceptions come from. Um, so, you know, once the field gets smaller, the Chiefs do a lot better and start to go after that ball and usually pick it off quite a few times last year. Um, so that that doesn't really concern me. Um, a matchup that I do want to keep an eye on is Keenan Allen versus Marcus Peters. Um Last year in week one, uh, Keenan Allen did match up with Marcus Peters quite a few times, and uh, he was he was getting the best of Peters, and Peters was getting pissed. And even when Keenan Allen would go to the other side to line up, he was waving Peters to come follow him because he was beating him so bad. And a lot of that wasn't, you know, it wasn't like huge gains. It was, you know, quick slant routes, you know, just quick stuff like that to get the ball rolling down the field, but... It, it was the probably the biggest struggle I've ever seen Peters have as a chief. And once Keenan Allen went down, that was a complete momentum shifter. And the Chiefs ended up making you know their biggest comeback. So that's probably the one thing that I want to keep an eye on. But you have Tyrell Williams, uh, who's done pretty, pretty well. Uh, Mike Williams, their first-round draft pick, will not be playing in this game as of right now. Uh, he just had his first full day of pads in practice, so he's getting closer, but I don't see him playing in this game. But Keenan Allen and Tyrell Williams going up against uh, Terrence Mitchell will be, I think, a little more of Mitchell's strong suit. Uh, Mitchell's been getting put against a lot of these real speedy guys, which is not his strong suit. Um Terrence Mitchell is a big physical corner, and I think that going up against Keenan Allen and Tyrell Williams will be a little better for him. He's not, you know, worried about getting outrun deep, and he can play that more physical game. And I'm interested to see how he does. I want to see him improve over the last two weeks where he has struggled. Um, I want to see him get back to that that streak he had at the end of the year last year and doing really well. But at the same time, to give him credit, he's had, in both the first two games, he has had key breakups and pass deflections. So um, I look forward to watching, you know, the Chargers receivers against the Chiefs secondary. Uh, definitely some room for improvement there. Um, the Chiefs defense is, I think, around 29th, somewhere around in there in passing yards given up. But a lot of that is the bend-don't-break system. So... We will see how that goes and how the Chiefs secondary can contain that. But if the front seven can get to Phillip Rivers on a consistent basis, I don't see that being much of a problem. And I think that Phillip Rivers is going to try and dial dial up a lot of uh, quick slants and quick out routes to kind of negate some of that. But that will definitely be something that I will be keeping a close eye on and talking with you guys when we come back next week after the Chiefs beat the Chargers uh, and make it the first time that Phillip Rivers goes 0-3 with the Chargers in his career. So um, going over to the defensive side for the Chargers, they the Chiefs, or not the Chiefs, but the Chargers switched to a 4-3 defensive scheme this year under their new head coach and defensive coordinators. And it honestly looks like it's really, like the defense is really struggling to get the scheme down and know their assignments. And there's a lot of uh, upset there. Um, they're doing okay in the 
in passing yards. I think they're ranked like 12th in passing yards, but that's only because the first two games, both Denver and Miami have been able to run it down their throat. Uh, Denver really ran it down their throat with CJ Anderson and Jamal Charles. They were running all day, and that was something we we didn't get to see a lot of from the Broncos last year, as they didn't ha- obviously they, did, they didn't have Jamal Charles, but C.J. Anderson out, and they were having to rely on Booker. But the Broncos pretty much gave up on the run late last year. So first game of the season with C.J. Anderson back and Jamal Charles backing him up in his first regular season as a Bronco, um, they were able to run it down the Chargers' throat with no problem whatsoever. And Miami was able to do the same thing pretty much. Um, They ended up with, I think, 122 rushing yards on the day. So it's not a big surprise that the Chargers haven't given up a, you know, big amount of passing yards. But, you know, at the same time, if you look at it, they're the 25th. 25th in the league for total yards given up. So you can see how bad the rushing yards have gotten to him. They're 26th against the rush. So uh, I think that Kareem Hunt could have a big day. Um, The Chargers cornerback Jason Verrett will be out, so that will definitely help the Chiefs offense. But I do, I expect a good offensive showing from the Chiefs. And, you know, not only does Alex Smith usually have a pretty good day against the Chargers in his six games against them as a Chief, but we're... We're adding that into the fact that Alex Smith is playing a lot more aggressive in general in the 2017 season. And so I expect to see a little bit more of that. I expect him to have a better week than he did last week against the Eagles. Um, while while the Chargers still have Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, I'm not really too concerned with the rest of the front seven. Um, you got Joey Bosa, who's now playing a defensive end position, but Melvin Ingram actually is staying at outside linebacker. So I don't think that he will be rushing as much. I could be wrong, but we will see. Uh, but Melvin Ingram, I think, is underrated, as especially as a pass rusher. I think that uh, I've heard the term a poor man's Justin Houston. Uh, even that's still really good. But I think that Melvin Ingram is a pretty good pass rusher and doesn't get a lot of the credit he deserves, but you know, here nor there, uh, those are two guys that you'll really want to keep an eye on. Um, the Chargers still have some decent weapons in the secondary, but I'm I'm not too worried about it. Um, they pretty much just have their starting corner in Hayward, and that's about really the only guy that I think will be able to do some damage. But you know, with Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, and maybe some more Chris Conley. I'd love to see another, you know, deep to intermediate pass to Chris Conley and just some more in general. I want to see him get the ball more and be a bigger weapon in this offense and be able to spread the ball out, stop throwing it to Albert Wilson. I hate you, Albert Wilson. And get it to those main guys. Get it to your you know key players. And I think that Chris Conley could easily be one of those key players if Alex Smith is willing to give him, the you know, more opportunities. So uh, those are a lot of things that I am looking forward to watching. I think Kareem Hunt could actually, uh, I don't know if he could beat that Patriots game, but I could easily see Kareem Hunt going for two or three touchdowns, at least uh, rushing the ball. Um, You know, so I, I expect Kareem Hunt to stay in the lead for rushing yards through week three against a weaker um defense in Los Angeles 
That is still weird to say. I'm I'm still not used to saying Los Angeles Chargers, and um, so I I think that those are the biggest things I'm looking forward to. Um, I want to see Tyreek Hill get you know some more action and uh, give me a little more tape of him being a number one receiver. Uh, like I said last episode from yesterday, I want to write a uh, film review on Tyreek Hill after week four probably on how he is doing transitioning into a number one receiver. So that is one thing I'm looking forward to, but I'm not too concerned with this game, but at the same time, I know it's probably going to be a high scoring game. Uh, I expect it to be probably, uh, let's say Chiefs, Chiefs 30, Chargers 17. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that as my prediction for this game. And the game is at, I think, 325 Chiefs time. So it'll be an afternoon game. And so you'll be able to uh, grill a little longer for this one and uh, just kind of enjoy the day. But let me know what you guys think after the game. Um, I want to get you guys more involved, like I said last episode. Um, but... I really want to see, I think the three, let's let's try and think of three things that I want to see in this game. I want to see Kareem Hunt torch this defense like I know he can. Uh, I want to see him have another big game. I want to see Hill get more involved than he was last week. And I want to see, I want to see D Ford step up against the run, damn it. Uh, I'm tired of having to argue this. You know, I want I want to be wrong about D Ford, but I have still yet to see him play well against the run. And, you know, I've, I've talked how he is a good pass rusher and all, and he's, you know, pretty decent in coverage, but if it's not that he's just not even, he's not even average, I think against the run. And I think that he's more of just a liability. And I, I spoke on this about how that was my biggest fear with Eric Berry going down was the run game. And on, especially on D Ford's side, because we had Justin Houston come back and I was like, oh, sweet. Eric Berry is going to be able to just, you know, kind of help D Ford out on that side and just focus on that side. And, you know, it was going to be a shutdown type of defense. But now with Eric Berry out, we don't have that real run stuffer back there. Um, I know Reggie Raglan uh, got his, you know, some full practice, I think today and maybe yesterday. Um, he's not listed as questionable or anything against the Chargers. So who knows? We might see a couple plays of Reggie Ragland come in and, um, that would definitely help with the run game. But, um, I'd like to see a lot more of, like I said earlier, Daniel Sorensen staying up in the box and, you know, kind of basically keeping Rivers on alert. Um, never knowing if he's going to, you know, come at him or not and blitz, um, and when he does blitz, you really don't have much time to get the ball out of there. And so I think that it really strikes a fear in the quarterbacks. He comes in so fast that you have to get rid of it right away, constantly disrupting the quarterback. I think that that is one of Daniel Sorensen's best, uh, traits is his blitzing. But, uh, I'm interested to see how Eric Murray plays again. Uh, I think he did pretty good against a really solid tight end last week. And I want to see him in another game uh, and consistently develop through 
the Chiefs defense. And I think that he's done a pretty good job up until now. So we will see how he does. But that is all I got for you guys today. Uh, keep tuned for, I think, Tuesday will be whenever your post-game uh, podcast will be after the Chargers game. Uh, so let me know what you guys think on Twitter after the game and or Facebook or however you want to do it. But uh, if you do it on Twitter, I'll... Uh, if I, you know, I'll pick some out that I like and I'll, you know, shout out your Twitter handle and let me know what you guys think your takes and takeaways from the game. Um, what you think is the season overall and what you expect in the future. So make sure you check that out. Go follow me over on Twitter at, at Stefan NFL, go over to Arrowhead addict and check out the articles I've put up the last two days on the safeties and talking about the uh, Chiefs need to start sending the rush more. That one came out today. And so make sure you check those out. Make sure you leave a five-star review and leave a leave a little review there and comments on what you think about the podcast, where you think areas of improvement maybe, what you want to hear more of, and just, just kind of give me some feedback so I can improve as we go on this season. So... Hope you guys have a great weekend. Hope we get to see a huge Chiefs offensive showing and a punishment uh, punishment on the Raiders. Or, wow, I cannot finish this. Punishment on the Chargers. And we will talk on Tuesday. Mm-hmm.